and we're in. We're in just like that. Episode 38 of the Brent Pella Show, man. What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for hanging. Thanks for cruising through. It's Sunday night, the weekend after Thanksgiving. I'm in the same hoodie I've been wearing for a week. I smell really bad. I just got back to LA from um, being home and celebrating with my family. Gavin Newsom was invited. He did not show up, but we still made a plate for him. And uh, we had a good time. Hey, man, a uh, lot of new subscribers on the on the podcast YouTube channel this week. That was really cool. I think the subscriber count tripled in a week um, because I shared the last week's episode that I did to, as a, like a post on my YouTube channel. And a lot of people went over. And I got a lot of kind words about it. So thank you guys so much for vibing with that COVID rant. I appreciate it. Um, for new people, uh, thanks for checking out the pod, dude. I'm sure I'll lose a lot of you at some point, but you know we're just starting out. We're still trying to figure it out. If you guys are um, looking for a, a a you know polished podcast host that's that's going to be pretty spot on most of the time, I'm not him. That ain't me, baby. I am going to have a lot of misses because I'm still trying to figure this out, dude. Still trying to figure this out, man. I'm like a Mormon in the 1700s. Can have a lot of misses. Do you get that? That's a Mormon joke. I have respect for Mormons, though. I love, I love the Mormon community. They're very kind. I was just in Utah, and uh, you know, I'm sure I'm going to get canceled for that joke at some point. Um, but yeah, man, this this for the new people. You know, this podcast is fun. I started it this year back in March. Um, the pandemic had nothing to do with it. I, I was already planning on starting it, like pre young COVID and then young COVID came through to hang. Um, and so if you go back to, and listen to old episodes, a lot of them are like boring as shit probably because I was just in my living room, like during quarantine in April and May with nothing to do. Uh, anyways, but it, you know, it, sometimes I have guests that's super fun. I, I recommend going back and checking out the episode I did with my buddy JP Sears. It's a three hour long marathon. Um, Mushrooms may or not have been involved. It was one of the most significant conversations I've ever had. It was awesome. We talk about comedy, life, death, you know, conspiracies, uh, and everything else. And it was great. Um, I also did an episode 24, came out on August 24th, which is Kobe Bryant Day in LA. And in that episode, um, I dove into my connection with Kobe and, and a lot of other people in my life and in his life. And so I recommend those, dude. All right. But otherwise, today today we vibing, dude. Today I got some things to talk about, man. We're going to talk about some stuff, dude. I hope you guys did have a really good Thanksgiving if you celebrate that. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had a wonderful Thursday. I had a good one. I went back home to Davis up in Northern California where I, where I was born and raised. And um, man, you know, I look for... You know that Wednesday... That Wednesday night right before Thanksgiving where everybody goes to the bars and gets hammered. Some people call it Blackout Wednesday. We just called it the Wednesday night or whatever, the Wednesday before. Um, dude, I live for that night. I, I know it's so cliche, dude, because that's the night where like the bros that have never left your hometown come to life and they're like all fucking like, yeah, dude, what's good, man? Good to freaking see you, dude. Yeah, how's LA, dude? You freaking star, dude. I see you on YouTube, bro. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, man. No, I've just been doing a lot of construction, playing a lot of pool. Been playing a lot of pool lately, bro. Yeah, man. Never knew I was so good at pool until I had nothing to do but play pool. <laughs> you know, those guys. But I love those guys. I have friends 
that are in my hometown um, that uh, I love very much. And I love seeing them and I love it when everybody comes back to hang. Anyways, dude, I fucking live for that night. I love it. I- I've always loved it. I've always looked forward to it every fall. This is the first year that it didn't happen. And man, my down the downtown Davis area was sad, dude. It was so sad. Everything was closed or had like um had like the tents outside dude the tents bro we got to talk about the tents dude how okay all right (laughs) i saw i saw this tent outside of a restaurant that had three walls and the fourth wall had zip up entrances and like openings but it was it's a pretty deep tent like it's like a solid you know eight feet in at least and and then it has sides and so the man like i posted this on i took a picture of it i posted it on my instagram story and i posted it on my facebook page and a lot some people were like come on bro that's just the restaurant trying to survive and i'm like well yeah that's not the reason i'm calling this out like i want the restaurant to survive i don't want the restaurant to have to build a new inside and put it outside makes no sense some of the tents are just like a canopy and so when when uh when when our our lord newsome gave his order that we could not eat indoors uh and we have to eat outdoors that's what most people thought was gonna happen is like a canopy because then you have like airflow and for the people and the scientists who say that that helps like, great, if that's what it takes, let's put up a canopy. But a tent? And there's no ventilation. There's no ventilation. You see it in the picture, dude. There's the, the tent comes all the way down to the ground. What are we doing? What are we doing, dude? What are we doing when you say you can't eat inside unless the inside is outside? Makes no sense, dude. No sense. And then you got the, the mayor. Did you guys see this? The mayor of Denver said uh please do not travel and then he traveled for thanksgiving hey man you did the thing you said don't do same with gavin and you see this pattern okay and i hate that it's become political but that's i'd say mostly media and also mostly because the people that keep being hypocrites are in the same political party, dude. And as soon as you call that out, you get like, like, okay, so, so the, the photo that I posted of the tent, I posted it on my Facebook page and then some, some, somebody came in and they were like, oh, well that's because you, it's better ventilated and the wind, but the windows are made of clear plastic. There aren't even fucking windows on the tent. And this person was spouting off like, no, it's because of the ventilation and the social, they have to socially distance. So it's mainly because of socially distancing. Okay, if it's mainly because of social distancing, then have the inside open and just socially distance the tables because there's no ventilation here. And people were hammering this person in the comment section. And, but they were, they were like hammering this person with legit points. Some of them were being mean because on Facebook, I don't know if you're how nice you're even allowed to be anymore. It feels like if you're not a dick on Facebook, you're, you're Facebooking wrong. So a lot of these people were being pretty rude and they were like calling this person a sheep and like go back to your, go back to, you know, Oregon or whatever the typical 
stale fucking insults for a hypothetical liberal are whatever dude they were they were hating on this person and then this person said wow i didn't know this was a a alt-right QAnon page what what and so i commented and i was like hey no this like as brent pelicomedy as my facebook page i said hey no this is my page and this isn't an alt-right thing this is just about this being not a science thing. This isn't science. Also, have a great day. Cause like I like that type of shit, dude. With with some videos I've made recently, um, a lot I've seen uh, quite a few comments that have like lab- tried to label me right wing <laughs> or like a crazy conservative Trump supporter. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> But it's funny to me because I have friends that are Trump supporters and I don't I don't hate you if you're a Trump supporter. The fuck? You shouldn't hate anyone unless they're like causing harm. Um and so so I see this and it's it's very interesting to me cuz the people who know me, the people who have followed me for a while or just my friends and family, they know who I am. They know what I believe and and it's very clear if you've been a follower of mine for more than a couple months, you know who I am and what I think about things, especially if you listen to this podcast. But it's just, it's, it, it's so crazy that as soon as you call out the hypocrisy or like straight up lunacy of something, people label you as the enemy. It's it's wild. And it it honestly it makes me think like le- dude, okay. So like like in in the last episode I did that whole rant on COVID, right? And I was trying to pull up numbers and fact check it and just talk about just just straight up I went in with no game plan. I just talked through the rant. And now I legit wonder if someone will see that, cut a clip of it one day. And if I am lucky enough to be offered something in my career that is something that I'm striving for um, in the world of, of entertainment opportunities, like a role or a show or whatever, I, I had a moment, I've had many moments recently where I'm like, oh, wow, like I wonder if I would just get canceled right away just for expressing my opinion. And I'm not even expressing crazy shit, dude. And so I know this is a little bit, this is like a self-serving segue and I'm sorry. I know I'm just patting myself on the back here, but it's, it's, it's like, it's oddly therapeutic to talk this through just from my own thought process because the people who would see anything I've said, what I've, what I've said is not fucking crazy. I'm not calling for a maskless orgy in the streets here. Okay. Although I would be down once the vaccine is out. Um, but I, but like, if I say I'm not going to take the vaccine because it's the most rushed vaccine in human history, and I have full faith in my immune system, based on the data that's very clearly available. But I also don't care if you get the vaccine. I don't care who gets. Just get it if you want it. But I don't think it should be mandated. Like that's a pretty to me that feels like a legitimate, like pretty chill opinion. But I feel like there's a lot of people 
that would hear that and immediately be like, fuck this guy. He just wants people to die. He doesn't care about anybody. And that's crazy to me um, that there's this just lack of thought, like a lack of independent thinking to think outside of your own mind and think only within your party line. I don't know. It's crazy. And also the people who don't want to work with me for a very simple opinion that I've shared. I don't want to fucking work with them either. You know what I mean? I want to work with cool people that are open-minded and I am friends with many people that disagree with me on certain things. Some are very far to the right and think COVID is a hoax. I do not. Some are very far to the left and think every single person person should be on lockdown until people knock on your door with the vaccine. I do not agree with that. So, but I can still be friends with the person that those people are and we, the, the, their belief in whatever the fuck we're talking about can be different. It's possible to have friends with different opinions. Fucking people looking me up five years from now. Um, also, the Denver mayor, dude, it's like, okay, here's, all right, here's my fucking hot take on this, dude. The Denver mayor traveled for Thanksgiving. Gavin is out there eating dinner at the French Laundry. Chris Cuomo was getting a haircut without a mask. Nancy Pelosi was getting was at the hair salon without a mask. I don't know a lot about the Pelosi situation. All I know is uh, Kaylee McEnany put it on the on the White House briefing uh, screen for a while when she was doing a press conference. Dude, that chick is nuts, um, but she's really good at her job. Um, but she's great, and I don't agree with her all the time. Okay, here we go. Uh, here's the thing. The, all these people in power that are uh, like all, all the four of those people I just said are Democrats. And so that's the pattern that's emerged. And, but I feel like they're treating the shit the way that they actually believe people should be treating it, which is not scared. And with the freedom to make an informed decision of your own. But that's not what they're preaching. They're preaching something radically different from what they're practicing. But you see them practice it. And then we were like, oh, it's just a one-time thing. Oh, it's just a mistake. Oh, he apologized. Oh, it was just a one. Oh, he was about to eat. Oh, she was walking out. Oh, and they're like so many people just make mistakes for them. But it's like, no, dude, that's fucking how we should be living is living because that's how they're living. That goes deeper. Go check the fucking rant from last week, dude. I don't want to get back into that. Um, but it's just, it also goes to show, I mean, that's the pattern, man, is like the the hypocrisy is so much left-leaning right now that that's why there's been a pattern to a lot of my recent videos is because 2020 broke my brain open and I've formed a lot of opinions that are outside of just a silly rapper impression, which I will continue to do. And I have some coming out in December that I'm very excited for. But... Um, there's just more to make fun of now. And a lot of it, unfortunately, lands on the left. Um, I don't think I'm left. I don't think I'm right. I don't even know. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know, like, do I have to pick one? You know what I mean? Can I just start a third party? Can we start the Pella party, dude? Can we have that? Where we just call people out for being dickheads and we're nice to each other? How about that? That's the Pella party, Okay. Like Kanye West started the birthday party. This is going to be that without Kanye West. It's going to be the Pella party. And we're going to be focused on not being dicks and being super chill, dude. Just vibing, dude. 
This is the party of vibes, dude. The Pella party is the party of vibes, okay? We call people out for their bullshit, no matter who they are, and then we just vibe, dude. And we might disagree once in a while, dude, but we we always agree on these vibes, dude. We always agree on these vibes, dude. That's the Pella party, dude. Here's an example. Here's an example of what the Pella party would do. Donald Trump recently um, did an interview and he did the same shit he always does when he's talking about Obama, which is he used his middle name. He says Barack Hussein Obama. He says it like that. All three of Barack's names. He says Barack Hussein Obama did this. And and you know, I don't think Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Hussein Obama did. Every single time he refers to Obama, he says Barack Hussein Obama. He does it at his rallies. He does it on interviews. And it... Look... It is objectively a dick move, okay? He doesn't call anybody else by their middle names. He calls Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, and he knows that that fuels racist hatred, and he doesn't give a shit about it. I already said this in a previous episode, and I know I'm about to lose some of you. I don't fucking care, okay? You can keep hanging with me. If you're trying to feel these vibes, if these are not your vibes, peace. I love you. Have a wonderful life. He says his middle name, because he's a fucking prick, okay? And it needs to be called out by more people than just the left. If you are a Trump supporter and you think there's nothing wrong with referring to Obama as Barack Hussein Obama, then you are gaslighting. That's a fun term that that you think SJWs say all the time, that you just think a bunch of people in Portland throw around when they want a virtue signal is gaslighting. But guess what? It's also a real fucking thing. Because if, if Trump was called out for it, and then he would say, well, I can't just I can't just call people by their middle names too. There's nothing wrong with that. Ha ha! Fucking gaslighting, dude. All right? It's a perfect example of it. He it it fuels that dumbass birther shit that was debunked entirely. And it just it brings up that his middle name is Hussein. Sounds like Saddam Hussein. And it plays to his base because Trump only cares about his base, okay? So he needs to be called out for that bullshit, all right? Also, hang on a second. Wait, before we flip it, also, Joe Biden's middle name is Robinette. That's the obvious choice. How are you not going to use that? That's hilarious. That is an objectively funny middle name. We should all be calling Joe Biden, Joe Robinette Biden. Robinette, his middle name is Robinette. Joe, you seem like an, a, a nice guy, okay? But your middle name sounds like, it sounds like, um, uh, it, it sounds like an accessory of like a bathroom appliance. You know what I mean? Like, oh, buddy, your toilet isn't flushing well? You might need a new Robinette. Yeah, go ahead and screw that Robinette in there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and use the, uh, use the barber can. Use the barber can. Yeah, I'll shove it in with the McDonald with the McDonald wrench. Give me a McDonald wrench for the Robinette. Go ahead and grab the barbecue. <laughs> it's all right. Anyways, that just seems like the obvious choice, but he's using Hussein for a very specific reason. So hey, Trump supporters, fucking call him out on that shit. Cause that is stupid as hell. Now, uh, uh, a bullshit that Biden should be called out for is trying to wanting wanting, not trying, because he already said he's not gonna try but wanting to mandate a vaccine. That is some bullshit. Because you, you, like, 
the data from this virus does not support a federally mandated vaccine. He already said he wasn't going to mandate it federally. That's what he said in that town hall. But he said he would encourage governors and below governors, the, the he would encourage mayors and local officials to mandate it. He said that in the town hall. That's bullshit. So Biden supporters should call him out on that. And we should not blindly accept a mandated vaccine for a disease with these num- with these types of numbers. You want to know the numbers? Go to the CDC. Or go to watch my last week's episode where I went through all the numbers. So here at the Pella Party, we call you out on your bullshit. Okay? We don't want people that only play to their base and don't want to don't want to unite people and share the vibe. Okay? Trump don't want to share no vibes. We also don't want people that want to shoot a needle in your arm for a disease with this low-ass death rate, okay? We also feel empathy for every single person that has suffered because of this disease. I have friends who have, all right? It's possible to feel all those things at the same time, okay? It's very possible, all right? Yeah, man. And then I read this other article about herd immunity. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. That's boring. I want to get out of that shit. Dude, Eric Garcetti... um, the mayor of LA was in talks to, to possibly be part of Biden's, um, what is it? Cabinet? Um, no, uh, uh-uh. not down, dude, not down, not down. Eric Garcetti needs to stay his ass in LA and choose a new person to take his job and then go figure some shit out on a silent meditation or something. I read that. Let's check this. Hey, Jamie, pull up the homeless rate in Los Angeles. How much has that spiked under Garcetti? Homeless, Los Angeles, percentage, Garcetti. The city was home to 22,993 homeless residents when Garcetti took office in 2013. The number as of June 12, 2019 stands around 36,300 and 75% are unsheltered. LA mayor takes full responsibility for homeless crisis. This is la.curbed.com. This is curbed Los Angeles. The homeless, the homeless population has swelled 58% on his watch. So you can go ahead and fact check that you independent fact checking fucks. (laughs) Um, But he was in talks. The rumor was housing and urban development. Nope. No, sir. The other one was secretary of transportation. (laughs) No, dude, that's like, dude, that's like making Charlie Manson the secretary of, of fucking keeping people alive. (laughs) That's so bad. Such a dumb joke. That's like, that's like making me the secretary of, of having us of successful committed relationships. (laughs) That's like, (laughs) Wait, okay. That's like, that's like, um, wait, all right. I need more. Hey, if you're, if you're watching this, leave some jokes like that. I want to read what you guys come up with. Make making Eric Garcetti, the, the, uh, the housing and urban development person is like making blank the secretary of blank or making Garcetti. The secretary of transportation is like making blank the secretary of blank. Know what I mean? I can't think of a joke right now because I'm so tired. Um, 
But like, you know what? Like LA has the worst transportation. The city was built like shit. So that's not his fault. But damn, it shouldn't take me an hour and a half to go nine miles. I think it was the other day. It's really bad, man. It's really, really bad. Um. Anyways, dude. Oh, recently I did a. Uh, I did an impression of uh, Donald Trump Jr. when he got um, diagnosed with COVID nineteen, and uh, the impression was something I, I like laid laid back in bed because he had this video of him laying in his bed recently, and I had a little bit of fake cocaine on my chest and I was putting it on my gums and I was like, "Hey guys, Donald Trump Jr. here, just got diagnosed with uh, coronavirus." which is weird because I thought I was doing enough cocaine to, to fight any viruses that come into my body. Whatever, something like that. Making fun of him for doing tons of cocaine because he looks like he does cocaine. And I got a bunch of messages saying, why don't you do an impression of Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden's the, dr- the drug addict. Do an impression of Hunter Biden. Here's the thing. Here's why I will never do an impression of Hunter Biden doing drugs because addiction is real and that's just sad. Okay. I don't know if, if any of you guys have ever had like friends or family struggle with addiction or battle addiction. It's, it's to me, it's not funny and comedy is subjective. So maybe it would be funny to, uh, there's obviously plenty of people that would think it's funny because th- I got those DMS like do Hunter Biden smoking crack and being addicted. I'll never do that though, because, um, that part of somebody's life, that specific struggle has no comedic value to me. Uh, it's just not funny, which is why every, in all the Eminem videos I did, I never had lines about pills or drugs or anything like that because it's not funny. It's not funny. And if Donald Trump Jr. had been to rehab for cocaine, I wouldn't have made fun of him for doing cocaine. Uh, if Hunter Biden had never gone to rehab, didn't have a known addiction that he struggled with publicly, but looked like he did cocaine, then yeah, he'd be high on the list. Get it high on the list. It's funny. It's a fun joke. Um, but that's why, dude. I will. I will make fun of Donald Trump Jr. for looking like he does cocaine more than I will make fun of Hunter Biden smoking crack because he does crack. I hope that makes sense. You might not like it, but hey, that's me, dude. Uh, all right. Stepping away from all that shit. Um. Uh, you guys see the Jake Paul fight? Jake Paul. Oh, uh, Tyson fought Holyfield. I didn't watch it. Uh, man, I, I read the rules and it was like no knockouts. It's exhibition, like no headshots. I didn't know if those were real rules or if that was fake. Saw the highlights. It was cool. It's cool to see those guys in action. They're both legends. I was more excited for the Jake Paul, Nate Robinson fight. Jake Paul being the shithead, uh, YouTube vlogger, Nate Robinson being the badass, um, short, NBA all-star. Wasn't he an all-star? Was Nate Robinson an all-star? Jamie, can you pull that up real quick to see if uh, Nate Robinson was ever an all-star? Um, oh, he, yeah, because he won the slam dunk championship. Yeah, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he won the slam dunk championship. It's crazy. He's 5'9". That's wild. Uh, Jake Paul knocked him out, which I was bummed about because I wanted to see Jake Paul get rocked because that fucking dude is so fucking annoying dude just in the way he presents himself he seems like a prick i wish i could box so i could fight him but the thing with boxing is like if you've never boxed and you box somebody that's boxed once you're probably gonna lose you know like 
like, uh, it's tough, man, because now all these other NBA players are calling out Jake Paul, and I think they're all going to get rocks. Um, Lance Stevenson called him out. I think Lance Stevenson would get beat. I'd put money down on Jake Paul because boxing is that's like a whole different sport, man. If you, if you have never boxed before and you train really hard to be a boxer and you go up against somebody that had already gone through all that shit, all the training and and you know getting used to the sport, you're fucked. I do want Jake Paul one-on-one on the basketball court, though. I've seen videos of him playing. I've seen him brag about basketball. I've seen him talk about basketball. I want that dude on the court. I want to be famous enough to challenge Jake Paul to a one-on-one game for $100,000, um, which is probably a drop in the bucket for him because he sells garbage merch to 13-year-old kids that think he's cool. Um, but it's all good. I want you one-on-one, Jake. Hit me up, baby. Let me know when I'm famous enough. I'm F-list right now. We'll see if I move up. Uh, what else, dude? What else happened? The weekend was snubbed at the Grammys, and that fucking sucks because his last album I loved. After Hours is one of the greatest um, R&B pop albums of all time. And he was set to do the Grammys, and he was going to play the Grammy. He was going to perform at the Grammys and perform at the Super Bowl halftime show within a week of each other. And the Grammy said you have to choose one and they negotiated back and forth, finally landed on, okay, you can do both. And then the Grammys didn't nominate him for anything for an album that is arguably his best and for sure one of the best of the past year. Uh, like straight up, objectively speaking, even if you don't listen to The weekend, take my word for it, okay? Uh, it just shows the corruption, dude. And how the Grammys are ran by a bunch of fucking rich old white people. And rich old white people... Um, are just fucking up big time right now, okay? Rich old white people fucked over Dave Chappelle. If you watched Unforgiven, you'll know all about that. It's a 20-minute set where Dave talks about how Comedy Central fucked him over in his contract. Comedy Central is owned by Viacom. Viacom also owns the rights to Wild and Out. Wild and Out uh, being the show that Nick Cannon created and Viacom, um, quote, fired Nick Cannon because of some stuff he said on a podcast. And then Nick Cannon came back on that same podcast a week later with a full apology and brought on people from the community he was talking about in order to learn and develop new perspectives. Uh, but Viacom being run by a bunch of old rich white people have a stick up their ass and they've run the entertainment business, uh, in a big way. And, um, it's too bad. It's too bad. You know what else is too bad? If they see this probably won't hire me for anything. Uh, but if that's the case, fuck them. I have a fledgling YouTube channel and I'm doing not great, but not terrible. Um, so we'll be okay. But, you know, Viacom, give me a show and also pay the people what they deserve. Uh, I think that's it, man. We did some stuff, you know, um, for the new folks that stuck with it. Thank you for chilling. I hope I didn't make you too mad. You know, there's not going to be stuff for, for you every time because uh, I'm still trying to figure it all out. This is... There's just one dude alone in his living room trying to figure out life, trying to figure some shit out, man. Got a new video out today. It's called the 4chan influencer, uh, basically mocking the far, far, far right. I would hope that every logical person would love this video, but I'm sure some QAnon folk are going to get pissed. That's the thing with QAnon, dude, is like they actually got some shit right after the Epstein stuff. But most of what they talk about is garbage and takes away from the very real crisis of human trafficking. There's a great, um, there is a great podcast episode 
Jamie, pull up that podcast episode. Also, if you're playing at home, that's drink four for the third mention of young Jamie on this podcast. Uh, what is the shit? I saved it. Podcast. Uh, I want to tell you, I want to link this for you guys. Um, oh man. What was that guy's name? Here it is. Country of Liars, Gimlet Media. Okay, gimletmedia.com. Uh, number 166, Country of Liars. It, it dives into the history of QAnon. If you would like to challenge yourself, if you are a QAnon believer, and I don't hate you, I don't hate you if you, if you believe in QAnon, but I would like you to listen to this podcast and open, open your mind to the possibility that some of the things that you believe in might be straight up lies. Um, it's very hard. It's hard to do that. I know it is. I have family members that are on much stranger ships than the QAnon ship. And it's very hard to crack open your skull, you know? And because at the same time, you could say, Brent, why don't you crack open your skull and realize that this stuff is true? You know, I've done quite a lot of research into a lot of different things uh, to form the opinions that I currently have. I don't really blindly follow you know, I don't, I don't blindly follow Chris Cuomo and I don't blindly follow Laura Ingram. All right. So, uh, this is number 166 of Gimlet media podcast called reply. All the episode is country of liars. Type all that shit into your computer and you'll find it. And it just shows, uh, it takes a deep dive into the origin of the QAnon, um, uh, theory. And I'd love for you to check it out. It's very interesting. Uh, it's very detailed. It's incredible journalism, to be honest. And I really enjoyed it. I think you will too. And that's it, man. I love you so much. Keep hanging. Keep vibing. Okay. Welcome to the Pella Party. All right. Welcome to the Pella Party. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. <laughs>